Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Open Book Besties. I'm Misty Walker. And I'm Kay Webster. <laughs> and I have to remind myself of the name of the podcast every single time. <laughs> I have it written down, like right and underneath my monitor. <laughs> and, and we already decided that our intro is lame, 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 yeah. because I was listening to another podcast, The uh, Casual Prepper. And theirs is like so good. And, you know, remember I sent it to you and you're like, oh, yeah. wow. And I was like, this is how we should be. <laughs> but, yeah. not. but they had the same chemistry like you and I do. Yeah. And yeah. The one that was kind of like the leader of the show, which would be you, like the cool, calm, collected. And then they just had like the wild card person that just kind of. Yeah. They're just like, <laughs> says whatever, you know. And, and I was like, wow, these guys really remind me of us <laughs> yeah <laughs> they really do they did, and, and they're funny actually they funny. I got caught up listening to it and I was only supposed to listen to five minutes that you wanted me to and I ended up listening to like 20-25 minutes of it yeah. and I started listening to another one and they had their wives on there and it was just funny because the wives were giving them crap and you know because they're used to like it'd be like if we invited Ty and Matt to our show like it would turn into the Christy and Missy show to the let's make fun of our wives show yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly like go away <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh so um you know that I had to take my dog to the vet today which didn't end up working out but anyway the exciting thing is that I met like a reader for the first time what she asked oh, if I could well, not really out in the wild. She wanted to buy paperbacks and she asked if she could just meet me somewhere to pick them up. And I was like, yeah, sure. That's and so cool. I put on my big girl panties and I met someone face to face. Oh, that was cool. Was it fun? Yeah, it was fun. And she was super sweet. And um, the guy she was with, I'm not sure if it was her boyfriend or husband, but he was really, really ultra nice. And, and it was exciting. That's so much fun. Like yeah, I, it was like a precursor to the book signing. Yeah, it's good. It's good to meet people like that. Um, somebody asked me one time, well, they asked me this often, do you ever go out in public and people recognize you? And I'm like, first of all, I don't go out in public. Second <laughs> 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 of all, no, <laughs> I have not reached that stage yet. But it's funny, <laughs> there are other authors who are always posting about how like they go out in public and people recognize them and I'm like yeah. I, I don't know like I, I guess I really don't go out in public enough to get recognized you don't no I'm sure you would if you actually went out like normal people do but I don't you probably would but you know I don't either it doesn't, it doesn't count going to the hair salon when it's just me and my hair lady <laughs> right right all the old people <laughs> there are a lot of readers in Oklahoma too like right around you a lot yep and there's a lot of authors too um yeah there's like the whole like there's this whole like Tulsa you know there's just a whole bunch of authors here in this area and then um you know just anytime I don't know there's just like I even met up with a reader down the street and she literally lives less than a mile away from me oh yeah and so we went and had lunch and so and then I I just was talking to another girl and she lives in Broken Arrow as well and she was like you know, blah, blah, blah. You're going to have these pins or whatever at the book signing. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, and I'll make sure to save you one or whatever, you know, because, you know, she was so local. It's just, I don't know. It's cool. 
Yeah, so, I haven't met her, but I'm going to. And then who knows, maybe we'll have lunch too. Yeah, I, um, I, there's not a lot of readers in my area that I know of mm -hmm. because I'm pretty open about where I live, like on social media and TikTok and something. And this is the first person that ever was like, hey, I live in Reno too, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was exciting. Well, well and, and where I live, it's kind of like, um, like it's through a pathway from like big city to big city. So like you can go from like Dallas to, you know, St. Louis kind of, it's like in that path, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So basically a lot of people when they're traveling, I've had people be like, you know, I'm traveling and I'm going through Broken Arrow because it's kind of a through place, you know? Mm -hmm. And so they'll, you know, like one of my friends, she stopped and um, visited and I brought her up here and she just, you know, I let her pick out some books and it was fun. So, yeah, you know, my husband's like, aren't you afraid these people are going to like be serial killers? And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a complete idiot. <laughs> I mean, well, I only got that, in that one time, that white van. <laughs> it only took that once. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, she was supposed to come here to pick him up, and and I was surprised when I asked my husband if he if he was okay, comfortable with that, and he was like, "Yeah, it's fine," mm -hmm. because they're both like a little paranoid about that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's because we're nice and we're go with the flow, and I feel like they think that we really will get kidnapped or taken yeah. like like they don't realize we just play dumb around them so that yeah. so they'll do things yep we're not really dumb we actually have like really good you know sense so but my husband he probably thinks I'm one of the kids you know like she doesn't know what's happening you gotta keep her in line yeah one time one time we were at the airport and he was like Christy stop staring at people you're gonna get killed and I was like I can people watch that's a thing people watching is a thing I can make eye contact and smile to people it's people and he's like no you can't like you're gonna piss someone off and I'm like people aren't like that but you know that's just our differing opinions <laughs> yeah I'm a pe I'm definitely a people watcher I could sit in the airport all day long and just watch because there's so much exciting stuff going on and listen to what they're talking about yeah, yeah 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 which that's kind of that's kind of how you and I are is we like to hear things and this kind of ties into what we're going to talk about today yeah. is we like to hear things we're interested we want to know what's going on but that's it yeah you know, that's where it's like if, if it's at the airport and these two people are throwing down and having a fight you're not going to see <laughs> us getting involved trying to separate them or trying to mediate or choosing sides or anything like that we just like pretend we're not watching but really secretly yeah. watching, you know <laughs> yeah because there's been a lot of drama going on in the book landia it, there is i've been doing this for publishing for eight years and there is always yeah drama. always so it, it, i don't know if you need to get that or not <laughs> can you hear my dog I didn't know if you need to get him or not. No, there's nothing I can do. My husband's gone. Nobody can control the dogs. So, right, so you know, that's just our background it. noise. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, um, oh, <laughs> and my dog won't shut up. 
I knew Amazon, I knew Amazon was going to pop in like right at the worst time. I just knew it. The poor Am Amazon guy is here every single day. I know. Same. Our guy, he, <laughs> they get so annoyed with us, I think. Yeah. Because it's always like something stupid. He makes a delivery at like, what, two o'clock on a Saturday for tape, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and then like the UPS guy, he doesn't like us because every time he comes, he has to bring his dolly out and carry all these books. Oh yeah. And always ordering books and they're heavy. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And the other day I got candles and they were super heavy. And he was like, he's, I don't know what's in these boxes. was <laughs> <laughs> griping. I was like, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, oh, well. yeah. Okay. Back to our subject is, um, yeah, there's always drama in Booklandia. I have been doing this for eight years. That's where I was. I've been publishing for eight years. And from the very get-go, from the very second that I joined Bookland, there was drama. There has always been drama. There's always something. And I think it's just, I think there's two factors. One, what we do, what we create is basically built on drama. Like you're, you're right. writing drama. Okay, so that's one thing. Two is this is one of those rare, super close-knit communities. So where we can all band together and be, you know, amazingly supportive of each other. It's also like spending too much time with your family at Christmas and people start annoying you and you start, you know, griping and someone throws down in the kitchen and leaves off in a huff and you don't talk to them <laughs> for two years. You know, it's like the same thing. It's like too much togetherness is going to spawn fights. Um, and so there's always drama. There always will be drama, but there's a way to avoid drama. Right. So. And, uh, and, and when you see the drama, it's, it's easy to just jump onto social media and just, you know, either pick sides or rant and rave about it. It never ends well for you. It's no, better it just to pop your popcorn and take a set a step back and watch. Right, right. And and the thing is, is while you may like believe you know everything or or like, okay, for instance, I don't remember who said this. Oh, it, I do know who said this. But um, if your friend told you, I mean, it doesn't mean that that's always the truth. And for you to just, you know, jump on and start you know, get on the bandwagon and the mob mentality. It, it's, it's just not your place, you know, yeah. and it's best just to stay back. And, and if anybody asks you, if they ask your take, you just say, I don't really want to get involved in all of that. People don't ask my take anymore. People don't ask me for the drama, the scoop, because what do they get from me? Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard about it because I'm not getting involved. I'm not going to be a gossiper. I'm not going to be sitting behind the scenes and talking with so-and-so and talking with so-and-so and talking with so-and-so and trying to get all the scoop because honestly I don't care I want somebody else to do the scooping and then I'll just yeah. see it when they post <laughs> I don't need to be I don't have that investigative personality like I don't care actually that much like I don't right. like I I find it entertaining when I see a post or I think ooh, that was awkward you know and I kind of read and I go on but you're not going to find me just trying to get to the bottom of it like I don't care there's so yeah. much other things that I do care about like Harry Styles no <laughs> just kidding I don't know I can't think of anything on the spot 
no, you're true. It's it's accurate. <laughs> I think that so often some, you know, someone will accuse someone of something and, you know, half the people will just blindly say, oh, you're right. You know, and then the next week you come and find out what the truth is. And now you have to put your foot in your mouth because what you've said was wrong. Right. And, and well, I was going to say on the opposite side of that, even if you're right, it still doesn't mean that you should go do it. Right. Because even if the proof is 100% there, okay, so for instance, say someone is getting in trouble for something they did, they've got the proof, they've got the receipts, here they are. You still don't need to get on the bandwagon of you monster, how dare you, right. this is immoral and unethical and illegal and rude and whatever, you know, because it's just still negative energy and um, you're, I don't know, you're just involving yourself in something. It's just that, a bad look. And it's not, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help them. It doesn't help the person who was, um, who got you know, attacked or whatever. It doesn't help the person who was in the wrong or hurt the, I mean, it's just, it's just a big old storm. It's clusterfuck. And so having seen these over the years, nothing ever gets resolved. You know what I'm saying? Like these, it's just, everybody just blows up and it gets heated and everybody gripes about it. And then they move on to something else. Like, yeah. And it's, and you know that like, (laughs) Yeah, firsthand. <laughs> yes, I've been involved in some of the, the stuff and I got involved in like drama on a huge scale, but I kept quiet about it and didn't gossip or um, go on these big grand, let me do, explain myself or anything like that. Like I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to keep going and keep going and keep yeah. going. And I'm not going to worry about this. I don't have to defend myself. It's not true. So or whatever. I mean, whatever they think about me or say about me is not true. I'm not, I don't care. I'm not, you know, and just keep moving. And guess what? It eventually goes away. And I don't know, it's, there's just no need to get involved. And when all of that was going down with the wild, I remember you posting in your group, like, don't defend me. Don't, you know, cause all of your readers, they get, want to back you up. They want to, you know, help. But sometimes that just perpetuates the situation. So I remember you were like, listen, you don't need to defend me. You don't need to get into fights about it. You don't need to whatever, just right. if you see right. something, just scroll on by, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I think it took time of like setting that example by showing that I'm not going to go and join all these fights. So you don't need to either for other people to be like, okay, all right, well, this is annoying, but I'm going to move along, you know? And, uh, you know, I don't know. I just, ugh. It's, it's, it's bothersome to me when I see people unnecessarily getting involved and then it, it blows up in their face Yeah, and they were just trying to make their point or whatever. And I'm, and it's like, if you would have just left it alone, maybe you wouldn't be in the situation, you know? Right. Like if you don't give them something to talk about, then it'll go away. Right. Yeah. And, um, And another thing, you know, we were kind of talking about like newbie authors and things to avoid and things like that. 
And I remember in the very beginning when I became an author, it was like, I met this group of friends or whatever, and I just felt like, oh, wow, these are my ride or die people. But they weren't. Like, not everybody is out for your best interests, and um, not everybody has the same values as you. And I mean, it's just, you know, I kind of had to learn the hard way and got burned by a lot of people that I realized, you know, that I finally realized, okay, like not everybody is going to be my friend. And I, and I got to be okay with that. Like in my everyday life, I'm used to like being friends with all the people that I meet, but on social media, it's so hard to know the other person on the other end of the line or the Mm -hmm. other end of the screen, you know, and, and you, you know how, like, I have some major trust issues. Like, I feel like, I mean, it's very hard for me to like open up a hundred percent about things because I don't trust people. And there's like lots of reasons for that. And online, I should say, you know, because I haven't really been catfished, but you know what I'm saying? Like people act one way toward you and then go and, you know, whisper behind your back or whatever. And I don't know. I don't even know where I was going with that. (laughs) Rambling. It's good to just find your people and, you know, keep those ones close. Well, and I I actually watched a TikTok today. Um, Do you ever follow Golden Angel? Mm Mm-hmm. She has like those, just the, just the uh, what is it? Just the tip. <laughs> yes, She has such good tips. And um, today I liked hers that she was talking about because she was at the book signing, the one in Nashville. The Bells and, or was that what it is? Yeah. Bells Music City or something. Yeah. And um, she said that in, in her TikTok, she was talking about how she's with all her friends and her people that she's close to. And it's so much fun. And they kind of were talking about like, writing and the, the biz side of it and everything and it was basically she was basically saying it's good to have support system and people that you can like bounce ideas off of but you know what works for misty isn't going to work for christy you know and and we've seen this firsthand because you and i we have a, like the same kind of brain a lot of times and we, you know, have a lot of things the same, but then when it comes down to like implementing things, you and I have totally different, like, you know, directions that we go. And that's because what works for me isn't going to work for you and vice versa. And well, and we're in two very different places in our career. So it's not going to fit what works for you. Yeah. And it's, we're just totally different. And that's basically what she was saying on the TikTok is that, you know, you take all of that information and you learn learn a little bit from this person learn a little bit from this person and then you build your own little thing um and she was basically saying if you get into a situation where you have these friends or people who is your support network that are like it has you have to do this you have to do that or you have to do this then uh they're not giving you good advice because there is no have to in any of this right I mean, I kind of learned that in the beginning because when I started out, people were like, oh, there's all these rules for romance and you have to follow them. You can't do this and you can't do that. And I was like, oh, okay. But, you know, so I was kind of trying to, you know, follow the rules. And it wasn't until I broke free and just did what I felt like was good and what I wanted to do and didn't really care about the rules that I started to become successful. So I think it's just you know, to 
kind of still makes me think of the day that you were like I have this idea for this book (laughs) should I write it (laughs) yes Christy write it I know I know two months later the world explodes (laughs) we were so like naive to like everything oh my gosh even my husband was like Christy you can't write that book and I was like I'm gonna We talked about that recently too, about how like spite is your <laughs> number one motivating factor. <laughs> right. Yes. Cause lately I've been experiencing, I, I don't want to call it burnout, but there's something, and it's not just me. It's everybody, yeah. not just yeah. you, not just writers, but like the whole human planet. And I think it's just cause we're going through really trying times in the last, you know, how many ever years that are, are just emotionally mentally taxing you know anyway I just feel like that all the time nothing motivates me except for scrolling through Pinterest or whatever you know like there's nothing that's motivating or whatever and so as a result it's like hard to like finish some things that I need to do or get motivated to work on them but if you tell me well Christy you might as well just quit like (laughs) oh Hail, <laughs> and I would be like, and then I would be like, "Hey, Missy, I wrote seventeen thousand words." Today. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, my baby exactly. plan worked. Yeah. <laughs> I've totally used that on you before. You and you also. One time, I was like, "Should I write this or should I write that?" And you literally told me to write the one <laughs> that you didn't want me to write because you knew I would do the opposite, and it worked. I was like, you played me. <laughs> you manipulated me. It's one of my superpowers. I'm able to like figure people out, you know? Mm-hmm. And after I do, people rarely surprise me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it took me a little bit, but I figured it out. <laughs> and you, you know me like, uh, like a sister would or like my own mom because or even Matt, it's like, you know, I'll start to say something and you call me on my crap. You're like, well, <laughs> here we go again. And I'm like, oh, where, where's the support? And you're like, I'm not that kind of friend. I'm the kind of friend that tells you this is not a good idea. Like you're not gonna, it's, it's a bad idea. So everybody needs this. And again, that's yeah. what Golden Angel was talking about in her TikTok was everybody needs those kinds of friends too. Like the ones that are supportive and cheer you on, but don't like lead you over the cliff just because yeah. and then you've got the friends that also are like, okay, I love you, but mm, are you really sure you want to do that? You know? And so it's good to have those different kinds of friends. So, yeah, for sure. Um, so the other thing that's been going around right now is a lot of talk. Well, and it, it's, disheartening for me because I'm seeing a lot of um, reviewers talk about how they're not going to be reading indie authors anymore because there's just too much drama. There's just too much, you know, everything. Because recently there was a lot of drama about an author attacking a reader for a review. And it wasn't a mean review. It was a very critical, you know, I think it was like a two or three star or whatever, but um, the author and it's happened so many times. This isn't the only case of this happening. 
-hmm. when the author goes after the reviewer. And I don't think it's necessarily just an indie thing, but I think it's easier for indies because we have a direct line to the reader. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're with a publisher, there's like a in-between man. Mm -hmm. Right. Plus there are a lot of times bound by contracts and stuff that say, you know, if you misbehave on social media, they'll cancel your contracts and stuff. And so it's like, they kind of stay out of the out of the the mess like but we get like knee deep in it because we're already doing everything on our own mm -hmm. and so you know but that's just a no-no line you don't cross that line and that's right. one of those it's not it's just one of those social media etiquettes or whatever that we were talking about it's like you don't i mean one one star sell books too so why are you going to alienate a, you know a, a someone or a group of people that are probably helping sell your book you're just too um what is the um insecure I guess is the right word or yeah. um that you don't want that I, I don't know or defensive or or whatever and it's like don't you know don't look at it don't let it bother you and um you know how I always told you that like I don't read any reviews like negative reviews yeah. and I don't read good reviews either and people yeah. are like oh that's so weird Christy why do you do that and I kind of was like am I that weird you know and um Lucy Lennox I saw that she posted that she doesn't read good reviews either really and I was like wow so she was just like me because it does it, it there's something that it messes with your mojo mm -hmm. for some of us and even if it's a good review it's almost like instead of feeling down about thinking that it wasn't good enough. Now you have this pressure of how do I do better or how do I outperform that? Or how do I make everybody give me this review? Right. And it's like, it's almost as damaging, you know? And so I just try not to read any of it because I feel like once the review's out there, like what purpose does it serve me as far as to help me? Like it doesn't do anything for me to help me it's there for everybody else and they can read the reviews and they can decide if they want to read the books. I don't need to get all up in it. Like it doesn't do yeah. anything for me. You know, it's not going to suddenly make me a better writer or, yeah. you know, I just, ugh. I, I read reviews. Um, I try not to go on to Goodreads because that I'm, I swear it's the worst place in the world for an author to be is Goodreads because for whatever reason, that place just invites cruel, you know, reviews um, that attack the author and not just the book. And not everybody, obviously, but um, I try and stay away from Goodreads. But I do read my Amazon reviews. I feel like I need to make sure that what I'm thinking is good is good. <laughs> I need like that reassurance, you know. But if I read a bad review, I don't care. It does not hurt my feelings not even a little bit mm -hmm. because well, it's not for me like this they didn't write it for me to read it you right. know and and there's been books that you have loved that I just didn't care for there's right. been books that I love and you didn't care for right so of course not everybody is gonna love my book mm -hmm. right I don't care right yeah and like I get like I get for me, it's not that I get sad about a bad review. I just, it's like, um, it's like, 
it feels confrontational to me. And you know how I don't like confrontation? Like I don't like feeling like someone's mad at me or whatever. Like it evokes the same kind of emotions in me. Like I'm disappointing someone and I don't like that. So, and, and there's nothing I can do about it. Like it is what it is. And like you said, I could write like the best book ever and I'm going to get a one star because they hated it. They hated my writing. They never want to read my books again, but then I'll have some other person that says this book changed my life, you know? And, right. and so it's like, okay, focus on those and just kind of move on and, and focus on why you write. Um, and just, you know, yeah. Write. And I think every author has to figure that out for themselves, whether they, whether that's a good thing for them to read or not, but either way, it's like author 101. Do not respond to the review ever, even good ones, because that even can make, I've been a blogger and even like knowing that the author has read it because they comment on it. Like that made me feel like, oh my gosh, they're watching me, you know? Right. Right. So in my opinion, I don't even think you should comment on the good ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it's just it's just not our, it's just not our playground, you know, like there are so many better uses of your time than getting into all of this social media nonsense. Like you waste so much time on all this, you know, like you could literally, instead of looking at all this, you could literally be looking on TikTok for writer tips or, um, whatever. And, 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 or book cover you know, look at other people's book covers and, and see like what's out there, what's trending. Like there's so many other things that you could do that are social media that are helpful. And, um, you know, and, and instead of getting on reviews and, and making whatever, uh, build relationships with people as far as they, you know, if you, if you want to be in this social media, let them see that you are, um, you know, like you enjoy the same kind of books that they read or, uh, you know, and, you know, I love that book too. So good. Or, oh my gosh, that cover is so gorgeous. Or, you know, like get involved that way and be a positive person because people are going to respond to that so much better. And you're going to, you know, you're just going to do better that way. So. Yeah. I feel like both you and I have like, um, where the, where our image is very, very like pure and (laughs) clean and like people think that we're just like sweet and (laughs) I mean we are we are (laughs) we have dark minds yeah yeah you know we get grumpy like the rest of everybody else and like my daughter says you know first of all she's mortified that she created another tiktok she has different ones for different things, like ones for video games and ones for making edits. I don't know. Anyway, so she created this new TikTok and the very first thing that shows up on her for you is me. And she <laughs> Mom! And I was like, and she was like, I cannot stand this. Every time I get on my for you page, it's you. And I was like, well, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm proud that the algorithms are pushing me out there. <laughs> um, but I don't even know what's going on with that. Like, that's see, funny yeah she I and, and she's yeah it's just crazy so Mabel will be scrolling TikTok and I'll hear my voice and I'm like oh it's coming up on your for you page she just yeah. she just 
flips right through, like does not even watch. And I'm like, you couldn't even give me a view. Like, right. right. <laughs> Avery does the same thing. Yet when she wants me to watch her TikTok, she brings her little phone over there and forces it yeah. in my face and then tells me to go also go watch it on my phone and like it and comment on it. And I'm like, <laughs> so yeah, you know, um, it, it, I made the mistake of commenting on one of Mabel's one time and then that's when her friends figured out who I was and that I have a TikTok and I had to go on a blocking spree. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I don't comment on hers anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, so what are you working on right now? We haven't even talked about what we've been working on for a really long time. Probably because we haven't been working on all I that know. much. <laughs> it's kind of like embarrassing to be like, oh, Pinterest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually, okay, so I haven't been writing like I should be, but I have been working like this whole week. I redid the covers for my Vegas Aces series, an old book. I redid the covers um, and you know, gave them a little bit of a facelift because when I made them eight years ago, they were cool, I guess at the time, I don't know, but <laughs> so much has changed since then. And they just has changed. Oh, yes. And, they, yeah. and I've changed as a designer and my look and my brand has changed. And it's like, why am I leaving them out there in no man's land with no update, you know? So just because they're old and I'm embarrassed that people are going to read my old books. Well, oh, well, <laughs> Some people like my old books. So I did update those, but it took me a lot of time all week because it was like making covers and then it was uploading them to all the sites and just back matter. And yes, just one thing after the other. Did you read through them? No, I didn't read through them <laughs> because I didn't feel like cringing for three hours. <laughs> but um, no, I did skim through some parts and I was like, oh, you know, because it was kind of like sweet or whatever. But um, they're, they're cute books. They're just one of my beginning books. So, and, and I was trying to tell my friend, Erin, she was like, oh, you know, I hope nobody hates my books when I put them out there and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, have you seen my first books? They are <laughs> they're special. They're special. Cause you know, everybody starts somewhere, you know? And, and so I was like, seriously, it, everybody starts somewhere. Don't overthink this. And anyway, so I've been working on those but for writing, I was finishing up the um, like last draft of The Runaway Alien, which is the last book in the Lost Planet series with Nicole Blanchard. And we finally submitted that to the editor today. So that's what I was working on before we came up here. And I'm so happy to get that off my plate, but also sad because it's like tied it all up and it's done. So and and I even wore my I wore my Ruby Dixon alien shirt that <laughs> oh that's so cute I've never seen that one yeah it's I got it off of I don't know it was on Facebook or in her group or something and it was one of, one of those things where you have like a certain amount of time to sign up and order it and then it goes away it yeah like, like a pre-order yeah and so I got it while it was there and then it went away so that's cute but, and then it, let's see what else am I working on I'm still writing on my student teacher story. Um, and then last night I outlined something that I have coming later in the fall, which you're in too. 
Oh, you outlined something. Oh man. Now I feel well, way behind. <laughs> no, I didn't outline. I took some notes. Okay. I took some okay. notes on my phone. So it's not really that exciting, but I'll tell you later the storyline. I can't tell these people not until, <laughs> not until we get a thousand subscribers. <laughs> All 17 of you might steal the idea. <laughs> I'm not afraid they're going to steal it. I just, you know, just to, um, inspire them secrets. to, you know, get their friends over there. <laughs> Tell you all my secrets if a thousand of you subscribe. What are you being Avery? Yeah. I just had a book release. Yes. I thought I had a copy right here, but I don't. Riley's Biker, um, it did better than any of my other books have done. Yay! And it's a fourth in series. I was so proud of myself. I'm so proud of you too. Because I've worked so hard to build this series up and it's finally like getting to where, getting it to where um, I need it. I wanted it to be and then realizing like I wasn't reaching high enough. So now my goal is even bigger. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, and I'm writing the final book in the series, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, it could always change. I will never say never because there's still one more character I'd like to write, but it's going really, really well. Like, um, usually when I write, I have like ebbs and flows, you know, like sometimes I, my fingers can't move fast enough and I'm just flying through the words. And then other times it's like, T, right. H, <laughs> wait, no, no, A, you know? Yeah. Like I just keep deleting and I don't know where I'm going. And um I don't know whether it's because I actually plotted this one or whether um the story I've just been thinking about it for so long that I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's going like every single time I open my laptop, 3,000 words easy. Oh my gosh. I wish I was there. I I don't know what's wrong with me. I I have no idea. Well, I mean, it, it's hard for me to actually open my laptop yeah. to do it. <laughs> I think I'm at like 10,000 words. That's good. That's really good. But I got to 10,000 words in like three days. So yeah. Well, if I actually did it, I could get through the book really fast, but I'm not. Um, but I need to because we're going to Mexico here in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And I would really like to have it done before then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I yeah. finished my other book that I was writing. Um, my older woman, younger man, one that I don't even know what I'm going to do with, but it's, it's done. I have to get it to the editor. You were just cranking them out. I've never had a book like just sitting there without something to do with it. It's good. Keep, keep hold of it. Yeah. <laughs> In your it almost feels like a security blanket you yes. know <laughs> yes. there was a time when I had like six books I remember that bank and then yeah. so I would love to get back into that and that's what I'm trying to do like people are like what's what are you doing what's happening it's like just give me a chance to catch up and I mean technically I have what two because death wish is done and the runaway alien is done and so I've got a couple more that could be finished within like a month or two. So it's good. I'm, I'm making that headway again, but it's like, I'll be so much, so much happier when I've got several things. And yeah, 
time. So, and it's, that's what I want to do too. I want to write, write what I have to write and then write one of these that go along with this little series thing that I'm building up. Um, and then write one that I have to, and then write another one that goes inside this bank, you know, just to mm -hmm. yeah. stockpile them. Yes. And then you'll feel better. And then it's easier, you know, this all goes hand in hand with our, let's be smarter about our publishing and not just throw them out there. The second we get done, like, ah, oh, here it is. I'm so excited. It's yeah. like, no, hold on to it for a little bit. Cause you might be able to do some stuff with it. Just yeah. be patient, you know? And yeah. And put more thought into how you want it to be presented and right. the whole packaging and everything. And, and I, I'm telling you, I've been learning a lot in the past couple months about packaging the book to market, you know, and for so long, I just did whatever I thought was pretty or I liked or, you know, what was artsy. And that's not necessarily what is what the readers are expecting or whatever. So now while my readers will go buy it because they like my books and or whatever, and they trust me, I'm trying to reach also new readers, a broader so, audience. Yeah. Right. And so they need to be able to look through, you know, romantic suspense and see my book in a romantic suspense category and it matches all the others in theme wise. And so they know, okay, this is on the similar, you know, vein or whatever. So, yeah. So been learning. Yeah. That's all I'm, I think that's all I'm working on right now. Uh, getting ready to go to Tulsa. And also mm -hmm. my paperback orders are like insane lately. And it probably goes along with Riley's bikers release, but, um, what was it? Day before yesterday, I had Lorelai and Ty in here helping me because I was so overwhelmed. Yep. Now you know why I have Matthew. Yeah. Because when it gets crazy like that, and and there comes a point where it starts to just become continuous. You know, like not just a oh, I talked about it on TikTok, so I got a burst this week or whatever. Like after a while when you continue to market the same way and try to reach those same people it just starts to just always be that way which is great because you know you're doing a great job but it's also like okay something's got to change I can't do all this by myself yeah yeah that's how I felt I was like there's no way I mean there's just no way mm -hmm. so luckily I paid my kid minimum wage mm -hmm. Ty did it out of the kindness of his heart Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was times when we got them all done. <laughs> Matt, one time I decided I was going to um, release a book, Hail, um, <laughs> when Holly went on vacation. Oh, yeah, that was so, so especially because it wasn't on Amazon. So right, the only paperback that they could get was from you. Exactly. I was such a goober to do that. And I was so overwhelmed by paperback orders, and my husband had to help me. and he is great at helping but he's also a funny guy and so he was trying to stick in like funny things into the packages that were, <laughs> that were funny to me but I didn't know about this person who bought this they would think his humor was funny so I was like please yeah. you know put that sticker that says uh do not put your dick in the machinery you know like you know, put that sticker in their book order <laughs> Well, if they're ordering hail, they probably <laughs> are okay with most things. <laughs> this is true. This is true. 
Um, and um, did I, hold on. Uh, you just stay right there. I got to show them really fast. All right. I'm not going anywhere. I'll just stay here and talk to myself. Okay. So I, this isn't a plug about my Patreon, but I ordered um, these candles from Novelly Yours candles. Yeah. Oh, I and wish I could smell it. They're so cute. It, it smells. They so say K Webster. They say K Webster book, book festy. Yeah. And so I'm giving these out to my um, Club Midnight patrons and um, in March. And anyway, so I, these were not that expensive. Um, and these are the big ones. And I think yeah, the, minimum, the minimum order was 50. And she creates a custom label for you. So I didn't have to do like the picture. I told her kind of what I wanted. And she, I got to create my own scent. Um, it was super overwhelming because she sent me like 80,000 scents and, and like combinations. And I was like, <gasps> and so finally I, I chose a couple and I was like, I don't know if these are good or not. Like you've got the the nose for it. Can you tell me like, what are some good scents? And so she gave me a couple of like good scents that kind of go together. And I was like, okay, what about this one, this one, and this one, which this one is coffee, caramel, and whipped cream. Ooh. And she said, yeah, that will be a really good scent. And so I had, I just trusted her. And this is the second time I've ordered candles from her. I ordered the little ones for my wild and free book box, mm -hmm. but um, people are always asking like about swag and stuff. And, um, novelly yours is the lady is so nice to email back and forth with just great customer service she packages them really well I mean these are top notch like super very nice quality and so if you're looking for like something special this really is a cool thing and um like they just smell good and they're I don't know they're really nice so do you only order as many as you're gonna need for your patreon no I she had a minimum of 50 because, you know, they have to make the effort of making all these. And I only have, I think, nine people in my, in my club midnight. So I will keep them for future people that join. join. So whenever, yeah. So if whenever a new person joins into that higher tier, I'll send them a candle. Um, even if it's like six months from now and I still have them or whatever. So, yeah. um, and that's kind of, and that's kind of with, with all the paperbacks, like I put, I bought a bunch of them ahead of time. But then, you know, only a certain amount of people came because people are still learning about it and I'm still learning about it. And so now I've got all these extra books, but they're special for this program. So I can't give them away or sell them on my website or anything like that. So, right. um, which that's okay. I mean, these people paid for ex exclusivity yeah. and I, yeah. I don't want to like mess that up. And so, but so now the most recent book that I ordered, instead of ordering a hundred, like I did, <laughs> I ordered like. 20 you know so that way if there was some extra people that hopped in on march i would have extras so yeah anyway i'm learning on the patreon thing and uh, you know the the base the, the thing that i'm learning the most is people really do want to be a part of your vip or your cool program exclusive but you got to make sure that it is um cool and worth the time and, and the yeah. money and so like uh, one of the things they like is they like seeing early things. So, and I'll, and I, and I have special swag made for them and things like that. And, um, they like that, that it's just for them, you know, and 
they, uh, you know, I'm very quiet and um, not quiet, but like private about my process and um, about what I'm doing and things like that, just because the more I talk about it, the more anxiety I get. And so, yeah. but with them, it's like, I'm, I'm learning to open up a little bit mm-hmm. and say, you know, this week I'm working on this. Here's a little screenshot of what I'm working on. You know, like I sh- actually show them my work and that's like unheard of for me. And they love oh, yeah. it. Yeah. They absolutely love it. And they're so supportive and they cheer me on. And it really is a, a, a really nice experience. I was nervous to start the Patreon. Um, and even my sister, she helps me. And she was like, Christy, I'm really nervous about this. Like, I don't know what we're going to do. And I was like, I know what we're going to do. Like I have the content I, I can, and I know I will um, interact because that's what I do. I said, I just need help with like, you know, you keeping up with like, who's here and who needs what, you know, cause like if there's sticker yeah. of the month, those people need to get mailed out. And so she kind of keeps up with the back end. Mm-hmm. And then I keep up with being the face of it. Cause you know, that's what the people are there for. So yeah, it's, it's been fun so far. It's exciting. Yeah. So, um, I mean, and it's another, you know, stream of income that takes a little effort, but it's worth it. And I can see how it'll grow and it'll continue to grow. And especially once these people realize how spoiled they are with all the goodies and, mm-hmm. you know, all the stuff, you know, they're, they'll, they'll become loyal customers or whatever patrons, because, you know, you don't just take their money and be like, okay, here's, here's the bare minimum. Hopefully yeah. you'll want to stay, you know, it's like, Ooh, what are we going to do for you guys next month? You know? And yeah. I even let them vote for April, which paperback, which special edition paperback we should do. And oh, that's cool. So right now my Torin is winning. And mm. so now I've got to come up with a different cover because I just done a new. You just barely did cover. one, new one, yeah. <laughs> uh, but what I thought what I would do is do one that's like got um, where I can do like gold foil. Ooh, yeah. So I can do something that's that's that incorporates the pennies and yeah, you know, and do something like that, but like really play up the um, the effects and the um, the finish and all that stuff. So yeah, I'm excited. It's fun. It's it's been really fun. So awesome I know I have to stop myself from joining my you know I see every because you show me everything that you do and I'm like should I just <laughs> and then I'm like no no if I could figure out a way I have FOMO I know I know FOMO is hard and, and I, I and it's kind of like I don't want you know and I feel like I want to include everybody like that's my personality like let's include everybody let's, oh yeah you know. yeah but at the same time there are VIP clubs and stuff for a reason. I mean, right. uh, musicians do it all the time. And there are the people that will, that do want to be the special ones. And if they've got the money to do it, then that's, that's the thing. So I, I it's, it's been a, a new retraining of my brain to, you know, yes, this is for everyone. It, you know, if you can't do it, that's fine. You've got all these other things. I'm constantly coming out with new covers of my other books and, and special fun things and new swag. So you're, you're not completely left out, but then we've got like this high end, really exclusive mm-hmm. stuff for people that just really want something neat and different and special, like true collectors and things like that. So yeah. anyway, that's it. Well, I'm proud of you. You're doing a good job with it. I'm a little pioneer. I know you are. Yeah. I have people message me all the time and be like, 
did you see what Kay Webster is giving her Patreon? Oh, really? Oh my God. Yeah, and they're like, oh, should I do it? And I'm always like, yeah, go do it. <laughs> I know, and, and it's only going to get better because, like, I mean, these candles, like, these smell so good that, I mean, I don't know. It smells like a coffee shop. Like, not just like a Starbucks, but, like, if you've ever gone to, like, one of those you know, like in Seattle where there's like, you know, cause you, you're from that, that area, but like one of the like fun little downtown coffee shops that, you know, have like poetry reading or whatever, just something like little bookstore and just something really yeah. um, fun and comfy and cozy. That's just what this candle reminds me of. Nice. <laughs> Let me talk some more about my candle. <laughs> Well, coffee and caramel and whipped cream. That's like my ideal combination. So right. I can only imagine it smells really good. So whenever you come come visit Tulsa, you're going to be like, oh, Holly, smuggle me a candle. <laughs> <laughs> if I see them on the shelf, I'll be like, whoop, yep, yep. <laughs> taking that with me. Okay. No, I'm not allowed to burn candles. Oh, you're not. I forget to blow them out. <laughs> And then my husband yells at me. So, you know, I always put, I, I only, if I burn a candle, I always put it on the stove yeah, on the little smart. hot plate thing and I burn it there. And that way, if I forget it and it like melts down, it's on the stove. Yeah. That's literally the only place I burn candles. That's smart. I know. Not <laughs> me. <laughs> I have so many candles. Like I have about. I don't know, seven or eight, just right there that I will never burn because my husband will yell at me. Well, and then whenever I burn them in the kitchen, they come out of the woodwork, my family, and they're like, what are you making? Like, <laughs> Nothing. <"Adobe?" laughs> Jeez. No, we're not having cinnamon strudel, whatever you smell. <laughs> Go eat a Pop-Tart, man. <laughs> uh, okay, so we have 10 minutes. We've got to get through what we're reading because I have so much that I've been reading and listening to. I'm excited. Really? So you go okay. first. Okay. Okay. So I got to look at my little Kindle here. So um, I am on book two of the Cascadia series by Sarah Lyons Fleming. And remember I told you last time that I read the 27 hour audio. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. um, this is book two. And I actually had to read the ebook because um they didn't have the audiobook until like march the 15th or something and i couldn't wait that long so i've been reading that but since i've been busy i haven't read as much and then i had a friend send me um a little short story that she needs me to read it's her debut kind of thing so i need to do that and then um i have a book don't you dare that i still need to read by ce ricci or ricky that's oh, how you yeah. pronounce it ricky and, oh, is it Ricky? Um, I've always said Rich Richie. It's Ricky. I did too. And she told me when we were talking one day that it's Ricky. So, oh. um, well, now I feel like an idiot because we had her on the know. show and I just introduced her as. <laughs> yep. We, I learned this, I think, after the fact. And then I also oh, okay. have Riley Biker by the famous Misty Walker. So I got to yeah. read that one too. But those are my digital books that I'm going to be reading. And I'm still reading that one. Um, and then my, you ready for this? I'm ready. My physical book. You ready? You ready? You actually know because I showed you already. This one is called oh, yeah. 
the dream interpretation dictionary it will unlock the power of your dreams and so i've been reading up on because we got to talking about dreams and you were like telling me what certain meanings were and i was like i need a dictionary so um i've been reading through these and it's very interesting and it, it lines up with you know a lot of them i realized their anxiety like um when you dream no, of like shocker <laughs> yeah like when you dream of bugs and infestation or bugs swarming and things like that's a that's an anxiety thing and i was like oh because i do have dreams like that a lot but anyway um so yeah it's, it's pretty fun so far what about you okay so i'm listening to well I've, I've listened to so many books lately because i've had so much admin work and then also like packing up orders and stuff that i have listened to so many audiobooks the last two weeks it's insane like probably one a day I won't get into all of them, but I'll tell you my favorites. <laughs> okay. I listened to the, when heroes fall and when villains rise by Gianna Darling. And it was so good. So good. I think I was listening to that last time we, um, and have you ever read Joe, Jody Ellen Malpaz? She's like an older author. She's one of the first romance authors that I read. Like um, when I started going into my huge reading binges and I haven't read anything from her after I found indie authors, because I just got so wrapped up, you know, that indie authors just rapid fire release. And so, um, but she had a book called the Brit and it sounded good. And it was, it was probably the best book that I've listened to all year so far, probably even last year. It was so good. Oh. Um, and then right now, and I did not want to do the podcast because I have six hours left of it. Not what it seems by Nikki James. Is it good? Oh my gosh. It is so good. Christy, you have to read it or listen okay. to it. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll listen to the audio. Here's the premise. There's a guy, two guys, they hooked up for an entire weekend and then months go by. Um, one guy is a psychologist and the other guy months down the road is in a mental institution for being a serial killer. And he's the psychiatrist, psychologist or psychiatrist. I don't know which one. Anyway, that's where we start the book. Oh my it's God. crazy. And it is so, so good. Oh, I love her books. And I, I don't think I've ever listened to hers on audio, so I need to do it. She uses, um, I think his name is Nick Russo for all of her audiobooks, like every single one. And he's fantastic. He's an amazing narrator. So okay. um, I'll listen to that one next. Yeah, you should. Um, and then my friend, Kay Howlett, she just released her, she's a horror writer and she just released her first romance book. And oh, cool. I went into it completely blind thinking that it would be like a dark romance like that made sense to me and so the entire book while I'm reading it and like something would happen that would be sweet I'm like oh yeah there here it comes that you know it sounds sweet but it's not somebody's gonna die no it was very very sweet and Aww. beautiful and romantic so I read that Aww. um I'm halfway into Destruction by Minnie Sloan, which she is a newer author. Mm -hmm. And 
that one's really, really good. And then I picked up, I saw a TikTok from Kelly Fox. She's an MM author and it was for her new book, Extradition. And so the way that she did her TikTok, it just like hooked me. And I'm like, I have to read that book right this second. So I went and um, bought it and I'm halfway through it and it is so good. And now it's one of those books where you love the writing so much that now all of a sudden you want to read every single thing that that author has written. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm gonna be buying her entire backlist and I'll have to check that out because I when I was doing my um, book cover research, I kept coming across some of hers and I was like I don't I don't think I've read any of her books before. So yeah, she's really really good. I'm I'm wildly impressed. And she's a really sweet person too. I'm actually trying to make her my friend right now. <laughs> This is what we do. We force people to be our friends. <laughs> I just dropped into our DMs, like fangirling, like, okay, I'm warning you right now. I'm going to gush. So <laughs> we can either read through or just skip to the very ending paragraph <laughs> <laughs> because I'm so awkward and embarrassing, but yeah, I'm the same way. yeah, she's really, really cool. I like her. So that's what I'm reading. I've, I haven't I haven't been inspired to like read or write or anything in a long time. So it feels good mm-hmm. to me. Well, I, I was like on a binge on reading the zombie books and then I just got so busy doing it, you know, and my brain is so like one track mm-hmm. and you know, this like it's the, I'm either reading every single book that ever existed or I'm playing every single game of Candy Crush that ever existed or (laughs) I'm you know writing all the books in one day you know and so I can't ever do so that's why when it's like when I'm reading it's like I go in little spells and so I might go several days without reading at all and then I will read like three books you know so yeah I don't know what's wrong with me well some weeks you're like oh I read 27 books and blah 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 and, and I'm like oh I (laughs) <laughs> I listened to a quarter of a book. <laughs> it just comes and goes in waves for whatever reason. I don't even get it. Well, but I love it when I'm like this. Yeah, same. I love when I can get into just reading all the books. It's just, I don't know, reading makes me happy. And I don't know. Yeah. All right. We well, are. Okay. Our producer will be so happy. I think we're like one hour on the dot. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yay, go us. <laughs> I always look at the time and go, uh-oh, we're going to be in trouble this time. <laughs> yep. What else is new? <laughs> <laughs> but we did good. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. This was fun. Yes. And we will be back in two weeks. Remember to subscribe, follow, leave us comments, tell us what you want us to talk about because we obviously have no clue what we want to talk about. Why <laughs> by the seat of our pants? And you know, <laughs> thankfully we can always talk. So <laughs> yeah, I know we always got stuff to say. Yeah. <laughs> May just be a whole bunch of random topics, but you know we make it work. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we will be back in two weeks. Bye.